Hello and welcome to Canon Rent Sound of Play 244. Can't catch me. The past is the 
Every Wednesday in Sound of Play, we bring you some of our and your favorite pieces from the many video game soundtracks we've enjoyed over the decades. Joining me, Ryan Heyman, in Sound of Play this week is Leah Haydu. Yeah, you know, it it had to be either me or Josh with that lead in, and I think he was on last week, so um, it's, <laughs> it's probably a pretty safe bet. I don't think I'm surprising anybody. We have a surprisingly vocal-heavy podcast this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. I, I was picking tra- picking tracks, and um, the, the one that we just listened to, I that was the one that like I've had on my mind as something that I wanted to have the next time I was on Sound of Play. The other two just kind of fell into what I, you know, just when I was looking for something to put on, uh, put on my, my list of choices. And uh, yeah, then I listened through, I, I didn't even notice before I I, uh, I kind of scanned through the other tracks that they were going to be that vocally heavy as well. But uh, I'm into it. I like it. All very different, though. It's not all. Uh, I mean, this is an interesting track to come in on. I um I like it, but it like it has the feeling to me. And this is not meant to be like a backhanded compliment towards a song <laughs> or anything like that. But like it feels like uh, maybe 10 years ago or so when people did like rap albums with mm-hmm. video game music in the background, it has that kind of like home produced type of rap feeling to it yeah (laughs) you know what i mean yeah well what what got me so so much about this track um it's uh from final fantasy 15 uh episode arden uh and i've played a lot of final fantasy 15 arden was the last of the dlcs that they put out for individual characters they i I believe they had originally uh planned for another set of dlcs that that has since been canceled um but i played this one actually relatively recently um just earlier this year I was playing through and, you know, just listening to the the soundtrack and I go, you know, this sounds really familiar. This sounds like persona music. And (laughs) the reason that that is, is because the vocalist uh, is Lotus Juice, who did a lot of the tracks for um, Final Final Fantasy, for Persona 3, uh, particularly my favorite persona track of all time, Mass Destruction, and also in in 5 did some of the vocals there. Um, But yeah, (laughs) once I figured that out, I I sat down and immediately Googled it. I'm like, well, yep, that that definitely is him. So um, yeah, that's... it's it's a persona track in disguise as a Final Fantasy track, which is maybe the most me thing that I can possibly have brought. <laughs> uh, so you're welcome. <laughs> I only just recently started Final Fantasy 15. Hmm. Uh, I'm probably going to take it in small little bits and pieces here mm-hmm. and there on uh, uh, because it was uh, added to, to Game Pass. So yeah. I, I booted it up on the computer and um, I was impressed by... Uh, like, it was not what I was expecting at the very beginning. Like, I knew this one was yeah. a bit of a departure, like thematically mm-hmm. but it just it felt like a well-directed movie towards the beginning <laughs> when i'm used to like i you know again not to be backhanded towards <laughs> an entire genre of japanese rpgs oh, no, I, I i enjoy I'm my fair share of jrpgs <laughs> but like they they're often paced more like anime episodes than they are like actual movies yeah <laughs> you know? no and, th- and that's fair and and i mean it there have been a lot of conflicting opinions on Final Fantasy 15's setup, uh, just the, the way that it works. Uh, I ended up really liking it, uh, and mm-hmm. we actually just uh, recently finished the Kingdom Rins series of um, of Final Fantasy shows, so we uh, we covered this particular entry uh, late last year. But I I know that this one was pretty divisive. Uh, a lot of people didn't care for the fact that it is kind of a boy band road trip thing, um, which is something that like 
no Final Fantasies have really done that up to now. It's, you know, they they are not all just kind of the medieval fantasy type thing, but Mm -hmm. they lean more heavily towards that than kind of anything else. So, you know, the and there have been Final Fantasies that have uh, kind of taken the real time or quasi real time um, setup for for their battle system. But this one is genuinely like nothing they've done before. And um, yeah, I, I think that hit some people in in some kind of different ways, positively for me, but maybe not for everybody. There's a lot of theatricality in Final Fantasy games. Oh, and, you for know, sure. Going back to games like six and seven, like mm-hmm. they could be, if not a boy band, like a <laughs> village people type of assortment. Of, oh, yes. uh, you know, and and so, you know, I, I feel like it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty honest transformation. <laughs> If uh, even if it's not the direction people would have preferred, I think that it, it fits certainly. If you ask me, and and um, I don't by any means think that it was like a flop or that people just you know hated it in general. Um, but I I do I do know that some people just really didn't care for it. Um, which you know that's fine. But uh, if if you haven't played this yet and you get a chance to. Um, on on as you say on game pass uh especially since you know if you're already subscribing to game pass you won't have to pay anything extra for this it's definitely worth seeing if you click with it even if you haven't clicked with other final fantasies before i i would say that this is actually uh if you are coming to the series brand new it's not a bad place to actually just kind of jump in starting it now i get the feeling and I can't really back this up with data because I wasn't there at the beginning that I'm coming into the game after quite a bit of like post launch support. And, and you mm-hmm. kind of get those like, uh, I don't want to say awkward, but like at at um at the gas station at the very beginning, yeah. there's just this character in the corner that lets you like change your outfit and your entire like look and your gender even. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's weird that there's just a person standing there like in this otherwise unassuming place like wearing a costume themselves that like introduces this big feature into the game i don't know if it was there from the beginning but it feels like the kind of thing that was built in later and then they didn't really like spend a lot of time thinking about how that makes sense for the world yeah i've (laughs) i've i've uh played through the entirety of the game twice uh once pretty much right at launch and then another time uh for the canon rinse recording so after a lot of the um of of the updates and things had gone in and it has gotten almost a well i i I don't know it's it's a little too much to say that it's gotten kind of mmo level support because it's not quite that much but it has gotten more updates than you might expect for something that is presumably uh, a single player you know rpg um you don't you don't generally see that after launch for a lot of things they there was a um there is a chapter uh fairly late in the game i think it's chapter 13 that people had real issues with they really did not like how it was set out it's there's a lot of stealth in that chapter and people just did not like it and they actually patched a whole alternate chapter 13 into the game so that you don't have to go through if you don't want to uh there's there's like a air quotes better way to to do it mm. um and of course there have been uh, a number of dlcs as well um there are the character dlcs for each of the main party members and then for uh for arden and also um there's a multiplayer i think it's called comrades that's the one that i didn't actually get into as much but this uh, this is it's different in that it has a lot of kind of extraneous stuff that goes along with it i mean there is an anime there is a uh a movie uh, and and 
everything kind of fits back into that story. But you don't necessarily have to do this stuff. But they they kind of almost hint that they're expecting you to have have gotten a little bit into some of the uh, the extra content, I think, whether you do or not. You know, that I, I don't know whether that would affect anybody's enjoyment of it or not um you might like it better if you don't watch the anime it's not very good but um <laughs> actually the anime is okay the movie i did not care for okay but uh yeah so. so how does this song fit into the game then so episode arden you are playing as uh one of the main villains uh the main antagonists of the of the uh the whole game proper uh and it's kind of a backstory for him. And uh, this particular track, Condition to Hate, is, um, you know, it, it, it is not a very happy piece. Um, you know, it, it, it is. Uh, and you can tell this from, you know, both the uh, both the piece itself, as well as the fact that it's called Conditioned to Hate. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a, a rampage section for him. It is not part of the main storyline, but it, uh, you know, it gets you kind of in the mode of some of the aggression that he's putting out at the at the time that this is playing. Yeah, when did that DLC come out? It was either late 2018 or early 20. Uh, it might have been early 2019. Okay, so pretty recent then. Yes, very recent. Um, the the game itself was 2016, and it was, as I said, the last piece of DLC to actually uh, be dropped for the game. So, uh, yeah. Very, very recently in comparison, especially. Cool. Well, Final Fantasy 15, if you want to hear more thoughts about the game, then you can listen to either the abridged show and then normal Canon Rinse feed or the, uh, the much longer show on the Patreon feed of Canon Rinse. I think that was the uh, was that the last show that we did in the last volume? Or was uh, yeah, that I believe that it was the, uh, the, okay. the uh, episode. Oh, is that going to be 400, I think? Something like that. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a big number. <laughs> yes. So two weeks ago, I uh, I played the 2012 in video game music medley that we do every four weeks or so on uh, Sound of Play. And I, I just wanted to show off a particularly sneaky bit of music that I included. <laughs> I don't know why this, this piece just really, uh, really tickled me. It fits so well that i just wanted to acknowledge each each piece separately as a being being its own thing and not uh i don't know it just feels like it meshes so well together that i wanted to show them both separately and uh how well they they fit so i want to play these two pieces in isolation and then together first a sample from little big planet karting which is kind of a more upbeat remix of one of the one of the fun themes from the original little big planet From Crashmo, which, depending on your region, might also be, also be known as Fall Blocks or Hiku Atsu, a uh, 3DS puzzler. Although this might be the Wii U version, I don't know. But it's a nice little little block dragging puzzle game. 
And then together. and a nice little arrangement and for more of those you can go back to 2012 in video game music which you can find uh, two sounds of play ago i believe that would have been sound of play 242 all right let's move on to another recent game actually this is a 2020 release i uh, i always really liked the music of ori in the blind forest and so the um when the sequel came around i was ready for uh, more great music from Gareth Coker. And of course, uh, he delivered as he always does. Um, there were a lot of pieces in Ori and the Will of the Wisps this year that were kind of like retreads on the similar themes from the last game. Um, but I feel like this is the piece above all of the others that really stood out as being really kind of new, just kind of breaking through the rest of the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I haven't actually played either Ori game yet, um, which is a shame on me, honestly. Um, but uh, I, I, I think that I will uh, really enjoy them when I get there because I do like that type of game. Uh, what I really liked about this piece is um, we, we just recorded the um, the Florence episode of Kingdom Rinse yesterday. And uh, <laughs> I think my exact words were more strings in game music, please. Mm. And this has that. I really, I am a former um, violinist myself. I haven't touched it in many years, but um you know, I, I really enjoy uh, tracks that kind of go heavy on the strings as this one does. Um, and yeah, I, I just think this is beautiful. Yeah, I think in particular, um, it'll become very apparent when people listen to it about uh, probably half or three quarters of the way through. There's a couple of um, kind of cello led riffs mm-hmm. that uh, really break out of, um, in front of everything else and just very memorable, very beautiful. Uh, it's, a, it's a lovely piece. And um, yeah, I was just excited to encounter this in the game. I tend to be a bit of a podcast gamer, but whenever I was in this area of the world, I would have to pause whatever else I was listening to just to uh, let the music kind of speak for itself. So this is A Shine Upon Inkwater Marsh by Gareth Coker from Ori and the Will of the Wisps.
That was Ori and the Will of the Wisps, a game that uh, I I really enjoyed. I played it on PC. Apparently, people that played it on console had a little bit more uh, of a technical journey. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, I have not... I I hadn't heard anything like that about the first game, um, but I... Yeah. I when I get there, <laughs> I will be playing it on on the Xbox um, because I don't really have a gaming PC that I think would would handle it especially well. Um, but now I'm kind of concerned <laughs> because I I have heard that as well. I presume after a couple of patches, things will be pretty much smooth sailing. But yeah, yeah I was uh, I was happy to play it on PC anyways. That's where I like to do most of my gaming. So it, it's really beautiful. There's um, always so much to look at, and the environments are just incredibly meticulously designed so uh real treat cool well that's definitely on my list great let's uh let's go to a request from the forum this comes from dusk versus tweak who says all was awakening is not a perfect game it's an indie title inspired by the platforming adventures of the nes and it nails that tone to its own detriment at times i'd recommend it to fans of the genre because it's a charming title but not for those who don't want to die often and painfully the soundtrack throughout is fun, but this is one of the uh, but this is the only track that stood out for me. Like most great platformers, the final boss isn't a character, but a dungeon that requires you to use every skill you've learned along the way. The design of the last dungeon is reverent and somber, and the music matches that well. It's also a rather peaceful track to go along with some of the toughest platforming bits at the end of the game. I'm a kind of a sucker for uh, chiptune type music, so uh, I, I like this. Uh, I have not, I hadn't even actually heard of the uh, the game Always Awakening. I, I think the, the term I've heard uh, bandied around is um, splatformers or masochore, um, <laughs> whatever. Very difficult platformers are something that I like more in concept than I do in practice because I'm not very good at them. I'm okay, but when it comes to the really difficult ones, I I, I kind of tap out early. This is uh, completely irrelevant to the game itself, but uh, <laughs> it's so hard to not type always awakening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I imagine even, um, even the uh, autocorrect is uh, pretty strict about that. I'm the worst at like muscle memory when I'm mm-hmm. typing. Like there are certain names like Dylan always has a d at the end of it whenever i type it because like when are you ever going to write an an without a d at the end like in normal words that's true so uh yeah i i get i get things wrong all the time but um anyway (laughs) anyways i uh, i've not played the game i don't necessarily have anything to say about it let's let the piece speak for itself this is altar of echoes by robert crease from always awakening
always. Uh, we don't know what Alwa is a contraction of. Maybe maybe that apostrophe is actually for yeah, the it's Y. Like, <laughs> it's like uh, it's like ma'am, short for madam. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. You, you never know. <laughs> it was uh, Always Awakening, which is available on PC, Mac, Linux, and Nintendo Switch, and PS4. So pretty much everywhere you want to play it with one or two notable exceptions <laughs> oh gosh you know what i i meant to ask actually at the uh <laughs> the final fantasy portion of the show did you see the uh uh the google um stadia exclusive content for oh final fantasy God. 15 no i didn't oh, <laughs> that's uh that's fantastic i um <laughs> There were some videos out there that we're tracking down. Apparently. Yeah, you know, I should. I, I also there is also some um, I some just VR stuff. Um, oh, really? Yeah, there's um, there's two that I can think of. One, it might actually just be a demo and it has something because I know that you are able to speak in VR with uh, Cindy, who is the uh, Sid stand in. Oh, I'm who, sure that's uh yeah. entirely above board oh, yeah uh-huh completely um the other one is a fishing game so um i <laughs> monster of the deep uh some, something of the deep i i, I don't mm. recall but it is definitely a fishing game as with many jrpgs uh fishing is or at least can be a pretty significant part of final fantasy 15 you can you can pretty much skip over it completely if you don't want to engage with it but I got the platinum trophy in that game because I'm a sucker and I uh, I did a lot of fishing for that. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's a VR fishing game uh, for Final Fantasy 15. But I will I will have to track down that. Uh, you should that look Stadia at the footage stuff. of, I need you to. know, apparently Square Enix and, and Google worked out some sort of exclusive deal where they would get some new content for the game. But uh, Square Enix <laughs> took the check and did the bare minimum amount of work <laughs> that is required. And it looks like, uh, oh, gosh, yeah, it's like um, it's all driving stuff, but it looks like it. I mean, the post, uh, the tweet that included the videos that I uh, that I saw correctly noted that it looks like it was built in uh, in minutes in Unity. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, um, I, I'm definitely going to have to check that out. I I, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a part of the Final Fantasy canon now. Yep. Great. Great. I'm uh, I'm I'm happy for them, I guess. I listen. Square wants to take the money. Not that they really need it. Well, I, I don't know. That's that's not fair. I don't have any idea what their financial situation is like. So speaking of games that have been in the news recently, mm. this is a, um, a piece from the original Nier, not the you know where it sits in its respective series it is the first game that had near in the title yes that is correct um so yeah i when i was trying to uh decide what games i wanted to choose uh some pieces from i uh i'm very excited about near currently because uh there was an official announcement that the original near um so near um not near automata um but the original near that was originally for ps3 and 360 uh is actually getting a uh, an update. It's getting a, a remaster for current gen consoles, and I am very excited about that because currently you cannot play it. It's not backwards compatible. Um, I have my Xbox 360 still hooked up because I was going to play near. That was that's kind of the only reason it's still hooked to my TV. But uh, yeah, now I'm just waiting very impatiently for uh, a release date on this guy because I really want to play that game again. I love it. I wonder if they're going to make any concessions to like uh, quality of life improvements. I don't know. Um, I 
I, I will be honest and say that I have not played the original Nier in quite a few years. So I, I, I don't, nothing sticks out in my head as being something that really needed an overhaul. But yeah. I'm sure that there are at least a couple of things that they could uh, do touch ups on if they're so inclined. It's a, a um, fine enough game on its own, just from like a gameplay mm-hmm. perspective. Like I, I love the story. It's one of my like favorite games as well but Mm -hmm. from the gameplay perspective i think it's it's a solid enough title but going back to it from near automata where things were really kind of kicked up i wonder if uh, it would be a bit of a rough transition for fans of that game who just entered the series at that game to make yeah i'm not sure i mean they're different development teams um so i don't know how much would translate over if like they tried to bring some Mm -hmm. of the systems from automata back to near but i i think that there are certainly some lessons that they could take and some some upgrades that they could probably make uh that would fit um yeah because i i think that it probably would i i would say that it probably would um jar some people who who did start with uh automata um and and you know were, would would try to go back because they enjoyed automata so much as i know a lot of us did but uh the music is very very good as automata's music is very very good yeah. so um that's i i aside from being extremely excited for the uh for the re-release i uh i also just really like the soundtrack for uh near and near automata um and we were talking about uh vocal heavy tracks this is one of those um we've got uh, emmy evans um who has done tracks for again both uh automata and uh and uh original near so um yeah this is uh this is one of the the nice ones that i didn't get to include when we did the actual near slash dragon guard mm. special uh it's been a while ago now but um yeah i this and uh and its its successor have been featured pretty pretty frequently on sound of play and i think for good reason um but i did make sure that this particular track had not had not yet been picked and where does this track fit, fit within the game uh, i believe it is um i i don't recall uh timeline wise but it's referring to uh, so the name of the track is the ultimate weapon uh and one of the characters i i won't spoil but uh one of the characters in the game turns out to be uh considerably more um important than you think that he is uh in in a way that um yeah kind of gives him these these destructive powers that you you really wouldn't expect just by looking at him so um Mm -hmm. that's uh that it's it's not exactly his theme but it uh, it fits around a a particular character great well if you'd like to hear more about near you can go back to canon rinse number 111 uh if you'd like to hear about the sequel near automata that is at a canon rinse issue uh, 356 and if you'd like to hear more music from the dragon guard and near series then uh, tune back to Sound of Play 210. But uh, for now, let's listen to The Ultimate Weapon by Keiichi Okabe from Nier.
near uh, Gestalt and Replicant. Yes, it was. Yes. Back in its original form. Uh, it Replicant have... is the one that uh, came west. Uh, and there are, you know, there are there are some differences. It's it's not huge differences, but kind of the, the way that some characters are presented is a little bit different. Um, and I believe that the uh, the re-releases are going to be um, for the, the version that did originally come west. So we're not really getting any new storyline uh, as far as I know. Uh, oh, so they're they're localizing the old man version? Uh, yes, I think so. Is that? Okay. Uh, yeah, there, it's the um, actually, I'm not sure. I thought that it was uh, supposed to be the same version that came West originally. I see. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll find out. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's go to another request from the forum. This comes from Azure, who says a suggestion that I would be proud to make would be a track from the little blocky voxel based roguelike Dungeon Delver created by Robot Loves Kitty Legends of Dungeon. Composed by a musician named David Dierig. The music in the game is rather interesting, as you never actually hear any whole track from the album within the game. Instead, the 18 tracks are uh, portioned up and applied to different objects and enemies within the game, and the music remixes accordingly to the proximity to various elements. In effect, it sounds quite nice and occasionally serves as a handy monster warning or a telltale hint to a secret panel or a. Uh, for a close listener that sounds really interesting that's cool i like it yeah i i like it when uh when scores do that kind of thing that just like the remixing in the um and you know the what's what's the word i'm looking for here uh um yeah i okay. lost it kind of crossfading uh, <laughs> between different tracks and... yeah yeah um just the um the the combination of things to to just go along with whatever's mm-hmm. happening in the actual game itself that's cool. Sounds really interesting from the way that Azure describes it. I've never seen anything quite like that. Kind mm. of cl- closest I've seen, you know, we've seen a lot of uh, games like uh, Banjo-Kazooie, where if you move between different areas, it crossfades between slightly different uh, arrangements of instruments all playing the same song. So it can be kind of a subtle uh, transformation as you move from one area to the next, or as you get closer to certain um, uh, landmarks on the map. Uh, also, there's a game called uh, Sound Shapes, late PS3, early mm-hmm. PS4, that works as kind of a, it's a 2D platformer that doubles as a music sequencer. And as you collect elements within the game world, then they trigger uh, a musical instrument to play that, you know, every measure in this sequencer. And so as it loops, you're adding more and more instruments or subtracting instruments or, you know, all of the enemies will have a musical motif that plays as well along with uh, where they are in the arrangement and so you know it's kind of doubling up there but I've, I've never seen this used as kind of a proximity to moving enemies you know it's almost like this uh, silent hill radio in that yeah, way yeah it's what i was thinking is like um like a like a musical almost or like an opera like peter and the mm. wolf you know you you have a different theme or a different instrument for a different character that you know just they they all fit together yes but it's not quite um you can listen to things on their own but they all fit together when you actually do bring them together so different combinations and that kind of thing that's cool yeah i'll have to check this one out this is zombie by david dierig from legend of dungeon not the most memorable name but (laughs) legend of dungeon
let's go into another another vocal piece. This is called God and Man Vocal Version by Masuaru Shina and Donna Burke from God Eater, which I believe was localized as God's Eater Burst. I, that I think those right. are the same game. <laughs> I, I think so. Um, yeah, that I I have not played any of the God Eater games, but I have watched a, a fair amount of just gameplay of them because they seem like something. It seems kind of like a more Japanese monster hunter, if you can imagine <laughs> that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't been able to get into any of them uh, as of yet myself, but uh, they seem very much my jam. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think this is something that I'm going to have to get into in the future. Perhaps since we're all stuck in our homes, I just go full on anime. Yeah, I've had one of them installed on my Vita for years that I just haven't really mm-hmm. touched yet. Because, you know, getting into these Monster Hunter type games always feels like a pretty significant commitment. Although, oh, for sure. from what I've seen, it looks like these are a little bit more pick up and play than Monster Hunter was. But I I don't know, I could be speaking out of my ass on that one. It, I know that there are, um, I, I want to say that there are four maybe of them. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at, there's at least three, I know. Um, but I'm pretty sure that there are four uh, because like the monster hunter series i think maybe they have kind of become a little bit more accessible as they've gone on so um it it could be that uh the later ones would be a good place to start without completely being overwhelmed but again i might be talking out of my ass because i've never played one either so um yeah who knows but uh yeah more anime monster hunter uh those are words that i like anyway so we're good yeah (laughs) i'm uh i'm familiar with a few of the characters from the project cross zone series Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's always kind of funny, like I play that game, I know probably half the characters and then uh, then I see the rest of them kind of pop up later. I'm like, oh, I know you. Yeah. Oh, hey, you're from. Yeah, it's like the it's like the Smash Brothers thing for for yeah. younger kids. <laughs> like, oh, you were in Smash Brothers. Like, that's Zelda. Like, what are you doing? Uh, anyways, I, I just this this piece of music really stood out to me. It's a very um, I don't know. It feels like it, it's a very emotional, big big ballad that would play over like an end credits or something like that but it's a uh, uh it's, it's very lovely it's very um it has a little bit of like a feeling of kind of like a bond theme or something like that but it's He's just very uh, dramatic um yeah 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 it, very dramatic anime lord of the rings i, I keep just tacking anime onto things too <laughs> it's, it's, feels it's, very metal gear as well yes but, um, oh yeah yeah it's a it's, it's, it's a great piece i uh hope that you all enjoyed as well this is god and man from god eater Thank you. 
This is uh, not a JRPG. This is no, uh, this stunningly is off-brand for you. <laughs> I know. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I, I figured I would throw something in that was uh, <laughs> a little different, uh, keep people on their toes. Um, so, I really like this soundtrack from last yes, year. Yes, I do too. Um, so I, I this is um, a piece from uh, River City Girls, which... Uh, I enjoy beat-em-ups. This one I found to be kind of tough, um, but it has a pretty generous checkpointing system, so I, I did actually finish it uh, relatively recently. It was one of my uh, my bike games. I, I play video games while I am riding my stationary bike, and um, this was one of the ones that I was doing this with. Um, but I like the, uh, the soundtrack for this game a lot. Uh, and the vocalist that they have who... Um, also wrote, uh, from what I understand, a lot of the music 
is uh, Megan McDuffie and um, the way that they kind of uh, set it up in the game is that uh, there is a boss that you fight as closer to the latter half of or the latter uh, portion of the game who is a singer and the the kind of setup that they have is that a lot of these are just her songs that you're listening to uh, because you can get accessories for your characters that will help you do better if uh, if one of her songs is playing uh, which which is kind of neat uh, a neat little um, tie into the environment there but um, yeah I I just I don't I wouldn't have expected this kind of type of music to be in just your standard beat em up um, so it's kind of cool that they have that distinction between this and like the original River City Ransom you know it's it's more kind of um, poppy electronica almost is, mm-hmm. is that a fair a fair thing to say do you think yeah it's a good pop album in the same year of uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts kind of yeah. doing a similar thing it's a <laughs> It's a cool trend. I kind of hope we see more of this. Yeah, I'm into it. It, it in some parts it almost reminds me of a more mellow uh, Hotline Miami. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not as um, drug hazy induced type of uh, yeah. thing that like Hotline Miami would maybe make me think of, but it's that same. It's kind of the same vibe, just more more chilled out. I guess there's some real bangers on that soundtrack as mm-hmm. well. It's a uh, it's a great one. So track down the rest of it, but just for now. Here's a little bit of a taste, if you dare, by Megan McDuffie from River City Girls.
should really learn my lesson about not including names that I <laughs> can't pronounce. And I picked this track myself. I have no excuse. This is a piece called Studzianki. Uh, Stu- sure. Yeah, yeah <laughs> now I'm going to guess. Now let's hear you pronounce the, uh, the composer. By, you see, I don't know what a single dot above a Z does to the sound. Uh, so I'm just going to say Zywiel. Zywielak. 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 God, we're hopeless. So sorry. I think this is a, <clears throat> I think it's a Polish game. Uh, and so yes. I assume that the names of uh, of these these titles and the um, artists that perform them, I think this is actually a band that uh, contributed oh, okay. um, this piece to the the song. This is a piece from World of Tanks, which not really a fan of uh, the game itself. I mean, not to say anything bad about it. I, I, I've never played it. It's just the kind of premise that doesn't do anything for me. Um, yeah. I'm not really a war type of person. And I think just kind of like tanks seem like kind of boring creatures to inhabit. <laughs> I genuinely don't know anything about World of Tanks. And for a game that I know nothing about, it it is something that I have heard the name. Like, it's one of those games that like mm-hmm. gets advertised on, this is going to sound derogatory and I don't mean it that way, but like on Facebook and stuff, you know, they, they have yeah, a yeah. team that, that puts out those kind of, uh, is it a free to play game? I'm actually not sure. It is. Yes. Free to play, okay. but there are plenty of things you can purchase with it. Of course, as, as you do. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, I, I have heard the name so many times and I just, I really know so very little about it actually. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it would necessarily be my type of thing, but considering that it's been around for a fair amount of time, um, mm-hmm. I, I imagine that it probably has some some pretty, uh, pretty great fans. Yeah, it's been enduringly popular, uh, mm-hmm. presumably among kind of a certain um, kind of core group of fans. But, you know, any game that's been in the spotlight since 2010, yeah. um, they've spun off, they've done uh, World of Warships as well, mm-hmm. uh, which... You know, if you're into more kind of naval combat, it's just, you know, it's not the type of thing that like I would tend to get super excited about. But apparently from the people who this type of thing would appeal to, it's um, it, it's been enduringly popular for that entire time. So, you know, credit where credit's due on that one. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know where this particular track features in the game. I think it's kind of like a title track, but it's um, it's really uh, kind of upbeat exciting uh kind of chest thumpy as well it's um it's it's a good piece of music i like it agreed it's it it seems kind of folky doesn't quite capture what i'm looking for here it like it it definitely has an eastern european feel to it i think Mm -hmm. is what i'm what i'm going for here witchery as well (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's more like it (laughs) so anyways this is uh this is that piece of music that we mentioned earlier from world of tanks
I know that you said you're not generally into games with tanks, but um, if you are, uh, if you're looking for a, a way into tanks, um, there is definitely an anime where girls turn into tanks. Um, I, I'm <laughs> looking for the uh, uh, for the title. Uh, girls and Panzer, I believe, is the one that I'm thinking of. Um, so uh, you know, anime tank girls. I don't know. <laughs> sure, I'd play it. There's a Wii U game called Tank 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 that I remember being not necessarily popular, but like titles well good. played yes. because it was like one of the first like launch games, I think it was. Then it went free to play mm-hmm. later on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but yeah, anime girls turning into tanks. That's, that's definitely one thing. I, I it's, wonder if it's there's, thing, yes. is there just kind of an entire genre of like anime girls turning into different types of inanimate objects or i'll send you some links later (laughs) gosh uh i don't know what i'm getting myself into i i I should i should temper my curiosity when it comes to anime but yeah it's it's a anime is scary and and fun (laughs) i i enjoy it um but yeah it's you gotta watch yourself there's certain rabbit trails where it's just like you know did you know there's an anime about this and it's made by the same people who made an anime about this and then like three or four jumps down the road you're in this completely wild insane place where you're just like i am so edified to know that this very specific weird thing exists and then just as easily you find yourself four or five jumps down the road not wanting like just kind of wanting to erase that entire day from ever having had happened and i don't know how to direct myself towards the good surprising animes and away from the bad surprising animes need to just eternal sunshine myself out of this conversation (laughs) um i I feel like i've revealed too much (laughs) i I wish that uh yeah wikipedia had a filter of like just click on a link and be like you're not going to be happy that you clicked on this one are you sure (laughs) no really are you sure (laughs) uh anyways uh we have one piece of music to listen to left today um but before we do that we wanted to send a reminder to request uh favorites of your own at our forum at our twitter you can find us canonrince.com slash forum or at canonrince I just go ahead and throw a sound of play music suggestion. We aren't running low, but I think uh, suggestions have slowed down a little bit. So you have a fair chance of having your piece featured soon if you want that on the podcast. Let's see. We have a Patreon as well. Uh, you know, Canon Rinse, $2 a month. You get extended cuts of Canon Rinse. You get uh, some uh, exclusive monthly shows of uh, Leon and Jay just kind of talking about old man stuff. <laughs> Uh, no special bonuses for Sound of Play or uh, Playwriter Sausage Factory, our other podcasts, but um, kind of that good feeling of knowing that you're supporting uh, some great podcast work. Anyways, uh, thanks again, Leah, for hopping on on uh, relatively short notice and um, contributing some more great music, primarily from Japan. Not exclusively <laughs> hey, from Japan. You know, it's uh, it's it's an honor and a privilege to be able to be our <laughs> resident anime bringer. I guess I don't know how this ended up being me, but the anime I, bringer. Yeah, that's that's the anime bringer and the American bird rolled up into one. <laughs> so both good wrestling names. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of developing a uh, a portfolio here. I think <laughs> <laughs> I like wrestling video games and not necessarily. 
playing a lot of them, but just like they have surprisingly good character creators. Yeah, I've heard that this year's uh, wrestling game uh, was bad, like really bad, but bad <laughs> but in bad a in broken, and, way. <laughs> yes, brokenly entertaining type of way. Um, and also, I um, I don't generally watch actual pro wrestling, um, but this weekend, as we are recording, I believe is WrestleMania, which is crazy to me because nobody's actually at the event other than the wrestlers themselves due mm-hmm. to, you know, quarantining and social distancing and everything everything um so like they're putting on this huge like just spectacular show for you know normally what would be humongous crowds and you know arena full of people but they're just doing it to empty an empty building and that that's fascinating to me. They should Complete. do CGI crowds like they do in video games with oh, like man. 12 people that <laughs> yes. look exactly the same standing right next to each other in the same yes. animation loop. <laughs> that would be that would be wonderful. Yeah. Completely off topic, but I found that to be fascinating. So, so there you go. One of my favorite things about uh, wrestling video games is that not only can you kind of customize the look of your character, but also their like entrance theme and just like the mm-hmm. whole entrance where you can uh, you can choose like the little i don't want to say the dance that they do the swagger that they have entering the arena the music that they come in on sometimes the kind of pyrotechnics uh, pyrotechnics or whatever lighting and everything that goes on and you can usually construct fairly complex like uh names for these characters they'll um that the announcer will actually announce yeah some of the technology that's in these games yeah seems pretty impressive it just doesn't always work the way you think it's going to i guess i love that wrestling video games exist i kind of want them to be as broken as wwe 2k20 started off being um i hope they don't patch it or i hope they give you the option to play it unpatched because some of the videos that came out of that are just are just glorious they're wild like they're they're <laughs> how did it get out the door like that unless they <laughs> wanted those videos to be shown i, I really don't know it's i I didn't buy the game, but I'm oddly happy for those who did because you got something very special. Let's get to the actual uh, final piece taking us out is a longer piece that was uh, suggested by Flabio, who says old time listeners of the show might remember the metal history of video game music medley that Jules did before he um, before he got the gig to work on the Necrodancer games. He's got a new version of it to finish off the decade. Um, This is called. Replay 2019, a metal tribute to the history of video games by Family Jewels. And uh, I guess if people know me, they know that I like a medley of video game music. And um, I'm also a big fan of metal, so this really sits well with me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You're his audience. Yeah. Yeah, it's a a great... It's kind of like from the very beginning of of, uh, Pong and everything like that to um, the modern era. The last one, I will say I I do kind of miss they took out... The um the last one had a, a bit of a riff of uh, Superman by uh, Goldfinger from the original Tony Hawk, which they removed from <laughs> this one, which uh, leaves a little bit of a, an empty place in my heart. But otherwise, <laughs> a uh, a wonderful um, metal tribute to the history of video games. Fantastic. <laughs> Anyways, we'll uh, we'll catch you next week.